0: hey everyone welcome back to the tribe of nerds for more mcu discussion a couple weeks ago when we did dr strange in the multiverse of madness we said that we wanted to rearrange our both our mcu project rankings and our villains rankings around to kind of build like a master list more so um and that's what we're gonna do today at least we're gonna do the mcu project rankings uh at a future time maybe in a couple weeks we'll do villains Um, and kind of just, like, fix some stuff up, if need be. Um, of course, we're definitely gonna rearrange things, and you're gonna hear our, like, top 10s to start off. We're gonna go through, kind of defend some stuff that is in our top 10, and then if there's anything outside the top 10 that we need to rearrange, uh, that we should- that should go higher, should go lower, then we'll talk about that as well. I mean, most people know, like, our bottom few are probably gonna be similar, or at least- I mean- None of us are going to defend Thor the Dark World. I mean, everybody listening right now knows that that is probably going to stay in the bottom spot. Um, so, we're not really going to waste time trying to defend Thor the Dark World. So, um, all right. So, I mean, anything you guys want to say before we start hitting, start talking about our top tens? Nope. All right, JJ? I
1: got nothing. Let's get into it. Actually, um,. Maybe we just start
0: with top three. You want to do top three first? I mean, and then go into top ten? Just like the, the, the best of the best? Okay. Okay, we can start top three. Um, You guys want me to go first? Well,
1: sure, hey, if you want. honors.
0: Okay. So my top three... So I kind of rearranged this. I pushed something out of the... T- I- Pushed Multiverse of Madness out of the top three because I thought about it more. So right now my top three is Avengers Endgame at number one, Avengers Infinity War at number two, and Spider-Man No Way Home at number three. So I like the big event films. I just had such a fun time with all three of these movies in the cinema. Like, best theater experiences. Two of them fell on my birthday. Uh, so, like, that, uh, that's... Those are both super special to me with Infinity War and Endgame. And then No Way Home, I mean... Uh, you know, we'd been waiting for that for, like, a whole year since all the rumors dropped about Toby and Andrew and stuff, and, you know, we knew they were coming, but just, like, I mean, I clapped at both Toby and Andrew showing up, so, you know, I, I just think if these three made me feel the most excited, uh, in the theater, I feel like these should be, like, really high up, um, so...
1: Well, we're starting off strong with some contention. Um, I got Spider-Man No Way Home as my 14th. Um, But my top three... Wow, Will's face. Uh, So I did... Like I told Jake I was going to do... I did a whole rubric thing. Um, I based it off of the story. Um, Just general effects, which includes makeup, lighting, camera work, effects, everything. Characters... Uh, and General Appeal, which was my liking of the movie. Mm -hmm. Only three movies for me got fives out of five in all the categories. That was Black Panther, Endgame, and Winter Soldier. Um, In that order, those are my top three. Um, I think that Black Panther was the best done. Just all around, especially as a solo film. Like, when I say solo film, I mean, like, not one of the big crossover things. Right. Just an excellent story, great standalone movie. Um, I've heard nothing bad about the movie from anyone. Uh, Endgame is number two just because it was so ambitious. Um, I know i found faults with it before and I still do, but like still consistently overall the story's great, the characters are great the effects are great like, I love the movie, and then Winter Soldier has always, always been one of my favorites
0: yeah, I, I totally get that um, I mean uh, I think all th- yeah, all three of those are also all, I mean, obviously Ungame is, but Winter Soldier and Black Panther are also both of my top ten so I'm not gonna like I, I don't have any disagreement, really, for that being a, a... That's a good top three as well. So, Will?
2: Alrighty. in my number three spot, I got Infinity War. I got Infinity War above Endgame. I like Endgame. Endgame's in my top ten, but it's lower down. I think Infin- or Infinity War was just a much better story... I think the way that it went about it, following pretty much almost Thanos' perspective of things, mm-hmm. at least of what it felt like, where we were following along the villain and actually seeing the villain win in Infinity War it was such a shock and a power move on Marvel's end. I, I think just that shock and awe, it's just something that they have not been able to really replicate since then. Mm-hmm. But, and but also it's just Thanos is just first film in terms of where he is the focus, it it just, it it blew away expectations. Right. And number two, I got Shaan Chi. Shaan Chi, I have over Infinity War for the mere fact of, it kept me just as entertained as Infinity War with a a hero that I was not as familiar with. And also, Shaan Chi blew away a lot of expectations with a very minimal, like, marketing, like, style. Like, they advertisement would like mislead you on what Shang-Chi was and then you see Shang-Chi and it just blows you out of the water mm-hmm. like Infinity War we all knew was coming it was hyped up it was things we were wet, waiting for and it still blew away you know expectations but shang you had no idea what you were getting into with the hero not, not many people knew about and it just I think it matched it blew away the hype just as much as Infinity War did and then number one me and JJ actually agree I got Winter Soldier. I think Winter Soldier is just the tone, everything about it, it's so dark. It's got a darker tone to it. That was like probably at Marvel when it was at its best. Mm-hmm. This was I think before like, you know, a lot of the humor was needed in it. Like there's like some little like, you know, quirky little moments, you know, where you can kinda chuckle at, but like the whole time everything is it's this dreadful tone. It's very serious high stakes and it felt real like obviously yes there's no like super secret like hydra or like you know like shield and shit like that but like that kind of corruption that they were talking about those themes and that betrayal
0: mm-hmm. and then
2: like also dealing with a recurring friendship you know that you th- someone who you thought was dead like mean, i'm not dead but i mean i mean like that like battling an old friend you know what i mean like these are kind of conflicts that kind of hit closer to home than you know dealing with an alien invasion you know or a mystical force you know like in Shang chi so that's why i got winter soldier at number one plus i thought the fight choreography in winter soldier was very good very good yeah. like Shang chi i would say is better but like winter soldier was still just right
1: there yeah camera work too on those fight scenes in winter soldier was pretty decent oh, honestly yeah. marvel's really bad at fight camera work
0: but. Yeah, I can I can see that with a lot, yeah.
1: But that like the, I just think
2: about like just like the first like mission scene you get with Captain America and Black Widow when they're boarding the ship like uh, that yeah. scene was just so textbook like everything about it like you've seen like experts in their field do you know I mean and they each had their own style that you can notice a good difference for like Black Widow fought how you would picture Black Widow fighting, and then you've seen Captain America being more of that brawler style. Yeah. Like, and it was... And it worked well.
0: Yeah, and I, I do like the part... I mean, I guess... Um, I, I, I'll i talk about Winter Soldier more later, because it's also my top ten. Um, but I I even like the part on that ship scene, too, where he's fighting uh, Batroc, the guy played by George St. Pierre, is like, the MMA fighter, when, like... Um, and the dude's like i thought you were more than just a shield like and then captain america just takes off his helmet and puts his shield back and just beats beats uh batrock up in hand to hand combat like
1: very quick side tangent uh, he was not a, a character i expected to see again
0: batrock yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i was surprised when he showed up again in falcon winter soldier but we'll talk about we can talk about that later if we want um Yeah, I mean, um, I I think, again, I think we've all mentioned stuff that's, like, all in our top tens for the most part, other than J.J. not having No Way Home in the top ten. But um, I'll say with No Way Home, also, I I think, like, yeah, there was a lot of fan service. And I do think, like, the criticism of, yeah, the first act isn't as strong as, like, the last, you know, half of the movie. Um, I do definitely get that. But, like, Toby and Andrew were not just, like, little cameos, they did serve the story as, uh, for Spider-Man, and they did, like, they did serve Tom Holland's story as well, and even just, like, getting Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin, like, the fact that he was, like, they made him the main villain among all the other villains, um, and, like, the whole thing with Willem Dafoe, like, taking away his mask so you can have willem dafoe just do facial acting is like that was one of the best decisions they've made for a villain because willem dafoe probably is the best uh some of the best like facial reactions as an actor for like playing a psychopath so
1: i get where you're coming from jake i do Mm -hmm. and um that's why i did this rubric because I thought it would help me stay a little less biased towards movies that I just straight up liked. Mm -hmm. I love no way home. One of the greatest Marvel theater experiences I've had,
0: Mm -hmm. but the story was a little weak.
1: Um, The, uh, how the whole plot got instigated by just a spell being screwed up by Peter saying other things that that whole thing's messy. And, I love the three Spider Men. I think they all do great in the movie. But some of the side characters, not Green Goblin, some of the other side characters are kind of messy and pull away from the the overall greatness of the characters. Still, decently high in a group of thirty something. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just, it's not my top ten.
0: I get that. I I get I get the criticism. Like I said, of the whole. Uh, Strange screwing up the spell in the first act To to get there is a little bit messy I think you and I watched another guy rank MCU when I was at your house uh, Over the past week when we went To go to the Marvel exhibit um, In Ohio And I I think That was definitely one of the uh, Other dudes criticism that we watched Was definitely that first act So I I do agree with that um, That they could have done a better job Writing wise with Getting to the point of putting the Spider-Man in and setting that up. So
2: yeah, I mean, I got I still got No Way Home in my top ten. I actually like look at my list. I have it at number four. I pulled it back just because I think kind of like a little bit what JJ was saying. Like, mm-hmm. I think I agreed with him. I didn't. It didn't drop it off that much for me because I still think it did things very well. But compared to like what's in my top three personally just really wish they would have let William Dafoe and Green Goblin work more. That's I fair. Like for as great as what that performance was, we didn't get a lot of it. And I know there was a lot going on in that movie, but again, it was just sometimes... That's where I felt like it was too fan service-y. Mm-hmm. T- so where it's like, yes, we were getting a lot of the multiverse and stuff like that. Different villains and stuff like that. Like a quick version of the Sinister Six in a way for this mc universe in some regard
1: mm-hmm.
2: like i would much rather have had like you know villains like sandman electro even doc ock even though i love doc ock and lizard i would have love them to be like a quick little thing that comes and goes like he caught him great you know what i mean all right they're in this cell and shit like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i would have loved it to where if like green goblin was the big threat
1: mm-hmm. and that
2: all the spider-man had to team up to deal with him Maybe have like Doc Ock, you know, on the loose too, you know, because or at least have one for each universe. So it's like you yeah, got William Dafoe for Toby Maguire. Say you have the Lizard for Andrew Garfield, and then I know I said Doc Ock, and that's also uh, Toby Maguire. But I um, don't. Maybe have something else for Tom Holland. And yeah, for Tom Holland, like maybe have one of his own villains, you know.
1: Yes, please.
0: Mysterio back, like he could have faked his death or something. I mean.
2: Not even that, like, shoot, you could have brought in Vulture, you know, again, for all I care, you know, it's like, yeah. I just really feel like, for it, 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 for what it was, like, the story, it was kind of weird, too, because, again, it's like, we have all these cool Spider-Man villains, but, again, you don't have anything for Tom Holland. It's his world, but, like, where's Tom Holland's big villain, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Tobey Maguire had two powerhouse villains of his own, like, with Green Goblin and Doc Ock. yeah. Like the best one for Andrew Garfield, I mean Sandman too, if you want to count that too. But like, right. and then Andrew Garfield, I would say Lizard was a more impactful villain. Like I mean, because I think the first Amazing Spider-Man was better.
0: Yeah, I, I we can agree on that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like I think Electro was fine. Like he was entertaining, but like Lizard felt more of a threat. Like in terms of his villains, but like what did Tom Holland have? Like
0: right. If,
1: it would. Sorry. Yeah. Um, go ahead. It, uh, this is a tangent, and I'm not going to get very far into it. Um, not that Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin was all that great, but it would have been kind of cool to see multiple versions of the same villain running loose at the same time.
0: Yeah, I that would have been really cool with the whole multiverse thing. I think the problem is you have Sony, and because Sony owns like the rights partially with, uh, or the, owns the rights of Spider Man and Marvel Studios, like they don't want to mess that up again because they after Far From Home, they almost didn't get No Way Home, because it almost just ended right there with the whole drama with Sony. And I think it's just, like, Sony obviously has problems with trying to build their own universe. Like, they don't know what they're doing a lot of the time now, and they're trying to do too much. And, I mean, I... Unfortunately, Sony was more concerned with putting Vulture in Morbius than actually trying to do anything good with his character, so... Um, I think at- that's
2: what hinders it out of the top three for me. Yeah. Other, like, at least in it, from what I mean, there's nothing wrong with having it in the top three. I think it's like these are like nitpicking things. Cause like when we're yeah. like debating this stuff, like we're talking, like we're nitpicking some stuff. Cause overall, like even like despite what we're saying about it, it still performed a lot better than majority of the other projects, given the fact that we're discussing whether or not it should be in the top three or not. Yeah. Sure. I mean, well, in J- well, in JJ's case, he
1: has a top like 14, but like. Yeah. But narrowly. But again, it's like, it is one of my favorite movies. I just, from a critical analysis of movies in general, particularly Marvel movies, there are some things wrong with it that if it wasn't like, oh my God, Spider Man, Spider Man, you know, <laughs> that I, it just wouldn't be the same. Like, if this was, I don't know, a Captain America movie or maybe, like, an Iron Man movie where we were pulling in Iron Men or Captain Americas from other universes, um, not ones that we've had for 20 years, Right. then it, we wouldn't feel the same and we'd um, look at the faults in the movie as weighing more. And I get why you guys aren't, and I'm not saying that you guys are wrong to rate it where you are, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, i just, I'm looking at it in a different way. That's fine, I think that's a fair thing in
2: that sense. Yeah. So, now we discuss our top three. It seems like me and JJ are in agreement that we do feel like Winter Soldier should be a number one. I'm curious. I think you misunderstood.
1: Winter Soldier was my number three. Black oh, well, Panther, uh, maybe I missed that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Black Panther was number. my number one. What was your number one? I'm sorry. Black Panther. Black Panther, oh, okay.
0: Black Panther, Endgame, then Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I mean, either way, I Winter Soldier is still my top ten. I mean, it, do we want to just go through our, the rest of our top ten, or we need to, like, sure. discuss more? Yeah. We might, I mean, at this point, yeah, we discussed our top three. got
2: to figure yeah. out where everything else lies at this yeah. point.
0: Yeah, okay, so the rest of my top ten. I mean, some of this is not going to be a surprise, but, um, well, so, I, so... Alright, my number four is Black Panther, so I also have it really high. I do think, I agree with JJ that it's the best of the, like, solo films of, like, non-crossover. I totally agree with that. I've loved Black Panther, and I, um, on the episode that didn't record where we talked about Black Panther with Griffin, I talked about how I, like, wrote a paper on it and, at college and kind of looked at it from a critical lens as a movie and kind of the cultural, um, impact of it, and it just made me love the film even more, um, number five, I have Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, um, I absolutely think the first Guardians, I, I think, um, it's really, I mean, I love the movie, and, like, I totally get criticisms of it, and I know it's not your guys's, uh, cup of tea, but I, I think that, uh, this movie could have just completely tanked the entire MCU. Like, these are characters that delist comic book characters. And if this movie just flopped, I we wouldn't have an MCU, um, as we know it. Um, so they took a huge risk with it. The characters largely are pretty likable in this movie. Um, Drax's humor plays a lot better than it does in Guardians 2, at least. Um... And that might come from it also being kind of a surprise, like nobody really expected Drax to be that way. Um, I guess in terms of, I also think for people that are just trying to get into the MCU, I think Guardians is a great movie to introduce people into the MCU. um, If you're not going to start them on Iron Man, uh, because you get a lot of the humor that you see in the rest of the MCU. You don't have to have watched any previous entries in the MCU to watch Guardians you get introduct- introduced to the Infinity Stones, you get introduced to Thanos, because Josh Brolin uh, as Thanos appears in this. Um, and so I think you're getting a lot of, like, kind of an introduction to the MCU in a way with this movie if you started with it, and it's just an enjoyable movie to watch. Um, and I think uh, definitely talking about on the podcast, maybe, like, Rowan and the Accuser even more as a villain, but that's for a different podcast on villains. Yeah. Um, uh and then number six i have shan chi in the legend of the ten rings i still i also really like this movie as well said i think um it's a good i think it's a really solid movie um and definitely a surprise as well just like guardians like people didn't know who shan chi really was uh aside from like hardcore comic fans and so like that was it. Was a really good surprise, and they definitely didn't market the movie as much as I should have. I totally agree with that. Number seven, I have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I still really enjoyed the movie, um, but I totally get why we didn't have it as high, and so I kind of thought about it and kind of moved it down. Number eight, I have Spider Man Far From Home. Um, I I until No Way Home. This is my favorite Spider Man movie. Um, I understand like the whole. Again, I think all the MCU Spider-Mans I'm willing to acknowledge that the setup to them in the first act is has been kind of a problem because the whole Edith Glasses thing was not as well done as it could have been. Um so the setup was a little clunky. But uh Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio is awesome and like from the Barville scene onwards, I think the like that whole second half of the movie of Far From Home is really, really good and just like scene where we were before No Way Home, and, like, the lead-in from that first credit scene was incredible, because nobody expected that to happen, and to have J.K. Simmons back at that point. Uh, number nine, I have Captain America Civil War, and number 10, I have Captain America The Winter Soldier, because I, I do really agree with you guys. I don't know why I don't have it higher, but I to me, I consider all my top 10, like, S tier, and I really, really enjoy these movies and think there's so much... Right, done with them. So,
1: Jake, at least for your list, I feel like my top 10 and my like uh, 10 to 20 are flopped from yours. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, my top 10, I had Black Panther, Endgame, Winter Soldier. At four, I had Avengers, five, Infinity War. Um, I, I really just. Infinity War was really, really good. It really was. I just think that Avengers, being smaller scale, they were able to do it better and more cleanly. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved both movies. At six, I have Ant-Man. Basically, for Ooh. the same reasons that you have Guardians. Um, I think it's more, like... Again, the scale of it, it's more humanizing. Like mm-hmm. Also, Paul Rudd. I mean, yes.
0: Paul well Rudd. Um,
1: it's a solid film. It's funny in a way that like is good because it's meant to be funny. The characters are great. The the story of it is pretty good. Um, even if it is a little bit of an Iron Man ripoff, it really kind of is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only just considering that. So I might, well, anyway, I'll leave it where it's at. Uh, next I have moon Knight, which I know I'm going to get some backlash from some people for, um, Hawkeye is my eighth. Then, uh, what happened to nine? <laughs> um, <laughs> seven, eight, nine. No, I have seven, eight, ten. I guess I just skipped over nine. So that would put Sean. Like seven, eight, in. Oh. <laughs> uh, I guess that puts Sean Chi at nine for me. Um, honestly, not my favorite film. Really isn't. I. I. But it is a really solid movie. Um. Really is, and uh, I I just can't argue with that. And then at ten, I've got Iron Man.
0: Okay, I think I think that's a solid top ten as well. I'm I was I'm surprised to hear um, Ant Man, but I do, but I I do agree with that. I still enjoy Ant Man. It's kind of a it's kind of in that B movie category, but something like I have a lot of fun with. But I, I guess because it is so small scale, I guess a lot of the bigger stuff kind of moves it down a little bit, um, and it does feel like generic and feels a lot like Iron Man. So, see
1: that small scale, large scale thing. I feel like we're just opposite on on um, yeah. what our preference is. Um, it's funny you said the B movie category, and my mind went to the B movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, weird comparison, but also not so weird.
0: What if we did a podcast on the B movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. Would it get Would it get an F ranking, or would it?
2: No, wanted...
0: or would I it? Would it be S The B
1: movie is actually pretty okay. Focus.
0: <laughs> okay, anyway.
1: <laughs> Will, what are your top ten? Ah,
2: great transition. I'm glad you asked, JJ. Well, alright, so we're just going to start. So, number one, I got Winter Soldier. Two, Shang-Chi. Three, Infinity War. Four, No Way Home. F five, I got Black Panther. Six, I got Moon Knight. I think it's the best Marvel show that's out, in my opinion.
1: Big second.
2: I, I think... It deserves to be in the top ten because same reasons, I think, with Shang-Chi. Took a character not many people were very familiar with, and it did it in a very unique style. And I loved how they addressed the show. I love how it was directed. Oscar absolutely killed it. Like, this man deserves recognition to being a, a top superhero actor. Like He's a great actor in general, but like superhero actor. Put his name, put some respect on his name. And number seven, I got Thor Ragnarok. I love how all our top tens, we at least got some movie, like just from deep under, and we just throw it in there, and I love it. Ragnarok actually came up on me. Like, I, part of me used to not, like, I, I'm still a little iffy on the humor because there's a lot of times where I think it's just really goofy. Mm-hmm. But I can't deny when the movie starts going to take itself seriously and it does be serious, it's just. Some beautiful storytelling, visuals, love seeing Thor. Like, that's Thor at his best. I think we're going to have to wait a little bit more to get a really good Thor again in Love and Thunder because, again, I'll get to it when I get to that on my list. I think it was the best we see Thor, and it was one of the best we see Thor overall, and I love it. I love when Thor's driving. Number eight, I got Avengers. Kind of similar to what JJ's point is. I just think the other movies just performed. I, I was just more entertained in it overall, but Avengers, for what the scale was of it all, and for the timing of it all, killed it. I, I think it was good. Deserves top 10. Number 9, I got Civil War. I think Captain America's probably got the most consistent, solid, like, like Trilogy. Know, movies in terms of, you know, sequels and stuff. Right. You know, compared to, like, Iron Man, I mean, Thor, too, like, because you're going to add Thor in there.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: can't count Ant-Man yet. He's got only two, but, like...
0: About three. Like Thor, of the
2: big three, which is in the MCU, is, like, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Yeah. I think Captain America's got the most consistent movies. Or, like, whereas Winter Soldier, I think, is the top. Civil War, I think, is also really good. And I, I personally think Captain America, First Avengers, is a really good opening,
1: like, you know, origin story for him. And hmm And then... And Wait, was, did you say... For that entry, Civil War or First Avenger? First Avenger for like the entry
2: into like that like the trilogy, I would call it. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid, but I think Civil War and like Winter Soldier, like Winter Soldier just shot up like from there on, and then Civil War, I think it's lower than Winter Soldier, but it's still pretty high up. Mm -hmm. And then at number ten, I got Endgame. So the reason why I got Endgame, I have to, I keep Endgame in the top ten because. Best movie movie theater experience I've ever had. Like the reactions, all the fan service, the moments that we a lot of people were waiting on or expecting. Like I will never forget seeing Captain America pick, pick up Mjolnir for the first time. That like that moment in the theater is always going to be engraved into my memory, and the reaction that the theater had was just it, it's it's priceless. It is iconic in my mind,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but. Why I put endgame lower and why I was it's it almost fell out of the top ten for me was because it also suffered a lot from we didn't get a lot of I think you definitely saw a lot of focus on ending Captain America and Tony's run. Mm-hmm. Like capping off their stories, which I'm fine with. But then the heroes that they wanted to continue with, they kind of really fucking slaughtered. Thor, they're gonna about to fix again. Thor, he's gonna go through another character development, his own fucking journey again. Maybe not like the whole self-worthy thing, because it doesn't seem like that with the trailer. It's just more so finding his happiness, which I'm fine with. But like they really wrecked Thor's character in that, because literally we had like a badass king. In Ragnarok, or one who accepted the throne to somebody who just... I get, like, the depression after Infinity War and stuff like that, too. But, like, they really just threw away everything. And they, like, just
1: trashed him to the side.
2: You can didn't didn't
1: say see. similar things about Hulk, too.
0: Yeah. I was getting to that. My <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, I boy. knew he was gonna get to Hulk. <laughs> um,
1: if I may comment on Thor, though, I disagree with you saying that uh, that... Yeah, shoot, Ragnarok was Thor at his best. Very, very close second to end of endgame Thor. I'll give you that. I'll the give Viking. you that. I just was, the reason why I said Ragnarok
2: was probably his best because Infinity War was nice. Like, the end, like, that was dope. Like, that was really Thor at his peak. Like, that is, like, his his arrival to Wakanda is probably the best, like, individual scene in the MCU universe. Yeah. Like, as much as I love the portal scene, Thor's arrival to Wakanda was nice and focused, and it was just straight-up badass. But the reason why I said Ragnarok is because that was actually a Thor film, and, like, we saw Thor throughout a grand scheme of things. In Infinity War, we got snippets of him. I wish we had, like—I wish we had the—like, since we're talking about Thor— I wish the Thor that they would have stuck with with Endgame was the one you saw in the beginning of Endgame. I would have much rather seen that kind of reaction because I feel like that's what Thor actually would have kind of been going through with his kind of quote-unquote, with his depression. Like, one that's very cold-hearted. One who is just literally killing and just aggressive. I can't picture a Thor, like, letting himself go like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And maybe there's some deep meaning that, you know, like, you know, in terms of like some messaging that they want to have, I'm fine with that. But I think they ran the way they also treated him though. It's okay to do it, but then you turned him into a joke. Like, are you trying to like show like, you know, like, that this is a serious thing, but then at the same time, turn that character into the, like one of the comedic reliefs. Like it doesn't add up to me
0: mm-hmm. because
2: like I lost sympathy for him. It wasn't until like he met his mother where I regained some sympathy for him again. Because then I was reminded, oh, I'm like, Oh yeah, this dude is heartbroken. Because every chance they went with him going on a spiel, especially when he was talking about when he was missing Jane and heartbroken, Right. It was funny. They were setting up as funny. It's like, dude, the guy's clearly heartbroken about something. Like he's losing everyone he loves, like Jane, his mother, his brother, his best friend, like his father. His father. Like he's losing so many people. And then <laughs> like when he's talking about like a love of his life or like one who he really loved They're like, oh, look at this guy, a typical cleanie boyfriend, you know. She left him and it's, look at him, it's hilarious because he's drunk. It's like, I don't see how that, like, it's overdone.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So they really wrecked that shit. And now to the big green guy, one of my favorite fucking characters in all of Marvel, Hulk. (sighs) I hate that we have Professor Hulk in this manner. I hate it. I hate it. Don't like what they did with it because it doesn't even seem. He said, I, can bring, "I combine the brains and the bronze. It doesn't feel like it. It does not. Like you don't like. I wanted to see a Hulk rematch where Hulk was just unleashing. Like that would have been the perfect environment for people. Like again, like Avengers, where Captain America just looks at it and Hulk and goes like, "Smash!"
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I would have loved that again, where that just you have Hulk going on a rampage where there's no collateral damage to worry about. You are in an open, barren field, and it is just enemies, as far as the eye can see. Let Hulk... You can't tell me it wouldn't have been great to see a rampaging Hulk in that field.
0: It would have been fun to see.
2: Especially, I would have loved to see another stare down between him and that Thanos again, you know what I mean? That would have been a fucking awesome, like, attack right there. Mm -hmm. We
1: can see Hulk. Yeah,
0: i I can agree with that. Um, I do think they dropped the ball on Hulk out of out of anyone out of any of the original Avengers. Hulk was the one they dropped the ball on in Endgame. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, and
2: especially because like with Ragnarok, they give you a hint of World War Hulk. Like God, that's... Ragnarok Hulk was so good. Yeah, like you know, like in, you know like there was a moment in Ragnarok where I was like, I really seen where they were a like, guy kind of really changing Hulk's character. Mm-hmm. Which, but. I'm not upset with it because like in the comics there are moments where Hulk is talking because Hulk and Bruce are two different people. Two different like entities in a sense. So when like Hulk was kind of venting the Thor I was like I'm like that's actually kind of cool. I like that little Hulk moment. And I love Warrior Hulk. Mm-hmm. And then they robbed us of it so quick. It's like- also though
1: Hulk Versus Thor, like, actually was awesome. Yes. Like, yeah. it was It was cool to see two, like, physical
2: powerhouses in Marvel. Like, we have a lot of powerhouses, like, with Strange, Wanda, a lot of mystical things. Thor has magical powers, but he is brute force. Like, that motherfucker, like, is physically strong and powerful. Same yeah. with Hulk. If you really think about it, outside of, like, what, the direction they're going, we're stepping away from that. Like, She-Hulk, the way this is going and the way I'm predicting it, unless they change something with Hulk, is literally going to be, like, the next thing after Thor in terms of physical power. Mm -hmm. Which
1: kind of is a large drop. Like, and that's no, this She-Hulk, it's just, you have Hulk, like, right fucking there. Captain Marvel toes that line just a little bit. It's not technically physical power, but the way that she's presented... Well, she a brawler. She's a brawley. He's a brawley. I almost forgot. Yeah. About her. But
2: yeah, Like, I think they need to re- They need to rework that because well, like, that's
1: its own thing. Yeah, that
0: I. I
2: think I really hope they figure out something with her because I really would love to see a good Captain Marvel. I think things just really got off to the wrong fucking start.
0: Well, it doesn't help that her movie was literally right before Endgame, like, and then she gets five minutes of screen time in Endgame, so. Yeah,
2: like, they shoehorned a, an origin story, and then, like, then she was such a minor character in Endgame. Like, mm-hmm. the way they were hyping her up, though, is, like, she was gonna be the savior of it all. Yeah. Or, like, a big driving force, but at the end of the day, it was, like, I wondered, I, I, part of me wonders how much things were adjusted when they were seen, just how, like, like, you know, like, how much... I mean, but the... the de- I don't know when the... De- like, the... Like, uh... Producing times happened between the movie stuff. So yeah. Changing they I could have done it.
0: Well, also, Feige had been want- has been wanting to do Black Panther and Captain Marvel forever, and the, like, Pearl Perlmutter stuff, where he just wasn't being allowed to put those characters in sooner. Yeah.
1: But, J.J., was- I'm gonna
2: push back on one thing, like, on why I think Black Panther shouldn't be number one. Okay. I agree with what you're saying. I think a lot of things we're doing. I do think they're like if we're nitpicking there were some scenes where I think it was kinda weird. Especially some of the CGI fighting, especially like that when they were fighting like the final scene. I thought it was kinda a little wonky at times. Like again, I'm forgiving on CGI moments and stuff like that because it's it's tough to always get perfect. Especially when you're doing fighting scenes on top of things. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I think the reason why... It's not anything that Black Panther didn't do. I think it's a matter of just what other movies did better. I think... think Black Panther and Shang-Chi did similar things. I think Shang-Chi did what Black Panther did, but expanded on it and did better. I think Shang-Chi visually looked better than Black Panther all around consistently. And I think Shang-Chi was... Especially when it came to fighting was a lot cleaner to watch because you were watching a lot more martial arts going on than simply just CGI fighting. Like, yeah, like, the rings were, you know, like, playing in and that's a lot of CGI going in there, but, like, I'm just also thinking about the bus fight scene.
0: The bus fight scene is great.
2: That's probably one of the best fight scenes in Marvel Mm -hmm. that I could think of. I can't think of too many other fight scenes that could top it.
0: Yeah so my question because i know i i know jj you've said that it's not your favorite movie and i know i know after watching it with like gabe and josh when they came last summer and watched it i i'm wondering like is because i know it's a little weird like it's set up as this big martial arts thing and then at the end it goes into this like full cgi fight against this cgi dragon is that like is that like kind of the conflict of like
1: that's not the only reason Mm -hmm. um I'm going to come back to your question just in like two seconds. Yeah. To your point, Will, about um, CGI stuff, that's mm-hmm. something that I just don't notice. I don't know if I'm incapable of noticing it, if it just doesn't register for me. But unless CGI is really bad, um, I almost never like mm-hmm. notice anything about it. Um, back to your point, it's related. Um, I did kind of notice it with the dragons. I didn't think the dragon looked all that great. Um, the final fight seemed a little out of place like it made sense with the story and where they were leading it Um, I just feel like the martial arts aspect of the movie felt juxtaposed onto the mystical aspect of the movie. If they could have been combined more cleanly in a way where it felt more natural together um, then that would have been better for me Mm -hmm. uh also i really didn't care for the mandarin i i know that you guys don't feel the same way i do about him um i like he's a he's a bad dad and he's going after like his whole thing is pursuing love like to an extreme fault but like I, I, i just i take issue with the type of character that he was Changing so drastically because of finding love—that trope in movies has never done it for me ever. Um, and I, I, that's personal opinion. It really is. That's mm-hmm. a big part of why it's not my favorite movie. Also, I don't—I don't really like the Rings. Um, but it's a good movie. Good acting. Great fighting. Absolutely great fighting. Um, I didn't need Ben Kingsley back. I love Ben Kingsley. I didn't need his Mandarin character back. It uh, felt weirdly placed, but also fitting. So just a lot of little things that kind of add up, I guess.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> 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 no, cause like, No, it's just
2: like, I hear what you're saying, but just like, I think the only thing is, like, I don't think... The one thing I will say about the Mandarin, I do wish we would have seen more than just, like, a pre-intro of his Rise to Power... I wish maybe we could have had some more,
0: a little bit, I think maybe in the
2: beginning, it would have been cool to see, like, maybe just a scene that sums up, the like, shows why he was such a powerful threat, and how he rose. And also, but the one thing I will say about, I don't think, I get what you're saying about the trope, about finding love and the change. I think if you look at it in the context of what that, the movie was, and also with the Mandarin's life, he lived for, like, centuries he lived for a while sure well i think there was a lot i think there's a lot more said that like was written like in the flashbacks and that upcoming intro to that you've seen the first scene with the mother for that example like when (laughs) he first finds it and they're doing that square off and she's not only like she's not only standing her ground she's like taking she's winning the fight in a lot of ways in this little like duel and like she's redirecting the rings you know like he's meeting somebody of like equal status in that sense and i think that was something that kind of like intrigued him because it's finally something that he couldn't just walk over
1: no and i i i get that and like i can see the logic behind it i really can't it just doesn't come across the screen that way that that pivot for his character oh another point the handoff of the ten rings and the Mandarin, from Iron Man to Shang Chi, is not done cleanly. Um, I get that it's a Shang Chi storyline, but it started as Iron Man, and right. like uh, that's weird to just the way it changes.
2: Uh, I think it, I mean well. It wasn't the one for Iron Man. It was just all a play, anyways.
0: It well, it was it was a uh, like. Uh it was a part of the Ten Rings. it was like a side part of the organization but it was...
2: Yeah, it wasn't even like the legit thing, it was just more so meant to be like, just to cause chaos and they just used the name It's just... Because uh, even in Shang-Chi, they played off on it, they
1: they, they made the joke about it. they're like... They they did but they're they're like, like, this I is don't like know I just don't feel like there. Th- This is not a fault on Shang-Chi, this is more a fault on Iron Man and how cool. it was handled uh, just like, um it was just done. All of the Ten Rings and Mandarin stuff was done so poorly in Iron Man that, mm-hmm. like, Shang-Chi doesn't make up for it. It's not Shang-Chi's job to do that. It is and it isn't, but, like, it doesn't make Shang-Chi a bad movie that that happened. And that didn't figure into my ranking at all. Just a side point. Well, there was also a lot of things in Iron Man 3 that was just also <laughs> a mess itself, too, like. Like that the m- is one of mine that I like a lot more than you guys do so we'll talk about that more
0: later well I feel like I was somewhat high on Iron Man 3 because I do like the we'll talk about it but
1: I think I was the only one that was
2: really low on it like or at least really low on
0: it yeah well, there's
2: aspects of it I like but just to wrap is- up the, yeah just to wrap up the, like some of the like my at least my thoughts on some of the top 10 thing. like I just everything in the top 10 like things are just like nitpick for me a lot of things like everything flips around with it when it comes in here because like i said like one two and three honestly are all really close
0: mm-hmm. like it's
2: tough for me to put these like in an order kind of deal but like i think winter soldier was when i really fell in love with marvel like where i was hooked on it for sure so it's like i can't replace that infinity war was the nice payoff that i got seeing all this stuff and also seeing thanos the big bad that's been working in the shadows finally revealed that was a nice payoff and Sean Chi, I thought Sean Chi was just beautiful. JJ, I understand what you're saying about some of the things, like your critiques on it. I get it. Not disputing that because I get it. Certain things are not for everyone's visual eye to enjoy. Just mm-hmm. like Black Panther, why I think it's high up there, I don't think it's better sure. than Sean Chi in that sense.
0: Yeah. And to JJ's point,
2: I think what Sean Chi, though, and just my final thing on it, I think Sean yeah. Chi did a great job telling stories telling a story or telling the story without having to speak like without a lot of lines and I think that sometimes trips people up because sometimes you need to be told or not told but at least you like to hear some dialect going on like okay there's some progress going here but like it's like the first fight scene you see between uh, the Mandarin and uh, Shang-Chi's mother I'm drawing a blank on her name yeah but like when you see that first like there's like very little dialogue but like you could see in the way that they're physically acting and all that you can see the romance building like the story is developing between them and just that fight choreography alone it mm-hmm. is gorgeous and then even at the end where it gets a little bit more mystical especially between the mandarin and shan like his, the father and son duel like when he's using his mother's technique to start it all off to really start turning the tides and all that like, it's still a lot of beautiful movement to watch, even with all the CGI rings and the effects going off around it. It just adds more flavor to it, in my opinion. And that's all I'm going to say. Like, that's the rest I'll say about, like, top 10 stuff at least.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess the only other point to your guys talk about the CGI, I also don't, like, JJ, I don't really have a problem with it unless it <laughs> CGI mess that, like, covers the screen so you can't tell what's going on. That's, like, my biggest... Like, Morbius, (laughs) like, Ah, the final fight is literally just colored splotches on the screen, and you can't tell what the heck is going on, and at least with Black Panther, maybe it's not the best, but I can tell exactly what's going on with the fight, so.
2: Even in Black Panther, though, there wasn't, like, a lot of it, it's just the that was the one, though, that stuck out to me, because, like, once I saw it, and once someone pointed it out to me, too, like, I couldn't unsee it. Like, every time I rewatch it, I'm just like, ah,
1: yeah. there
0: it is. Well, and, 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 yeah. the, and the first two acts of Black Panther are better than the third act, in my opinion. I, also, I, like,
2: low-key, like, huh. just like, one last thing about Black Panther, actually. Not even gonna lie, I love the suit. I love how it, like... Oh, it's, it's so low-key. clean! It's so great. But, like, low-key, I think my favorite suit is the one in Civil War. The
0: that Civil War suit is good. Suit,
2: I personally just love more. I I just really do. I think it looks better.
0: But I I do like like the moments when he just stores up the kinetic energy and just lets it go. No, no,
2: it's dope. I honestly loved it. Like in the like when it was when he first had it and the suits just swarming around him. Like Mm -hmm. that just so badass. I I, I'm a sucker for those kind of like suits that like you can summon. You know what I mean? Like this Mm -hmm. like the Moon Knight suit and then the Black Panther suit and then Iron Man when he started getting the. when he was using, like, the nanotech. Like, that shit, I'm a sucker for. Like, I
1: think it just looks so clean. Yeah, The special effects of Iron Man's nanotech suit going onto his body is so cool looking.
0: Yeah.
2: Even though I I will say this, though, him suiting up in the first Iron Man is just still just...
0: The, um... Like, in his...
2: That that little bit more bulkier look to it, I I think Mm -hmm. it's... Yeah. I think... I guess it's a similar thing with the... Black Panther suit and Civil War. There's just something about like the bulkier look, or something that you know is like they physically kind of put on. Mm-hmm. It it just adds a little
1: bit more for me personally. Well, there's a reason Iron Man's my number ten. It really stands the test of time as a solid film. It's not the best. It's not. But it's not. It's it's good. Oh, no, agree. it's fair. Yeah, I, it's fair.
2: I'm not gonna fault anyone having in the top ten. I didn't put it in the top ten for the mere fact that I felt. Again, I think just other things did better and but like I think sometimes Iron Man just writes too much
1: of nostalgia for me.
2: Shang-Chi
1: and Iron Man both were two of seven movies that tied in score. So then it was like personal preference ordering stuff that yeah. I had to do. Anyway, we should move on to how we're going to like rank the top
0: 10. Yeah, I I guess I I'm, I'm not as high on Moon Knight, but I we can kind of talk about that later. Um <laughs> So, okay, do you guys want me to, like, read off what our top ten looks like on the list that we came up with and kind of rearrange and boot stuff out and kind of put stuff in? All right. Um, that, that's a yes? Sure. Okay. Okay, so right now our top ten is Chi, Endgame, No Way Home, Black Panther, Hawkeye, Infinity War, Loki winter soldier far from home and avengers um what i'm hearing is i uh endgame is all in our top 10 sean chi is all in our top 10 though i don't think it should be number one i don't either um,
1: I wouldn't
0: say number one. um winter soldier is all in our top 10 um i'm just slightly lower on it than you guys but i still think it's great uh, infinity war is all in our top 10 um black panther is all in our top 10 um,
1: Avengers was in two of ours. Loki was none of ours. Get that no. trash. Show yeah, I
0: Loki. Loki's ten. gonna be out of the top ten. I I have it. I don't have it in the top ten. So.
1: God, that is such a trash show. I disagree with you. It's solid middle for me. I can't say middle. We'll
2: talk about it when we put it lower because that's gonna be the one thing I have written down here in terms of things that need to be lower. But I will save it. <laughs>
0: uh all right
2: so, you guys can see the like it's like this is all audio <laughs> stuff but they can't see the physical reactions that we all have and it's fucking ridiculous
0: yeah so so i think what should be the number one i guess is like i don't think it should be shan chi i'm like i'm cool if endgame doesn't get put at number one i feel like i just have it at number one just because of all the payoff for me in that theater experience um, but, like, I won't, I think it should, it should at least be in the top ten. If it doesn't get number one, like, that's fine, I like, don't I'm... I am not think there's
1: any argument there. Um, based on where the three of us placed these movies, um, Winter Soldier and Endgame are the only two contenders for the first spot, I think.
0: Yeah, so we can, we can see which... I mean, you guys have Winter Soldier higher than me, but I'm not going to, like... I'm not going to throw a fit if Winter Soldier is number one. Like, I think it's a great movie. So, like, if you guys want to put it number one, I will... I will... I'm fine with it being number one.
2: I think my only concern, like, when we when we were discussing and as even with this conversation going, when it comes to, like, cleaning up this top ten, I think I'm more concerned about just getting certain things out of the top ten that shouldn't be there.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: And, like... <laughs> We seem to be agreeing that this deserves to be in the top ten, and I don't think it's going to be a perfect thing because, again, we each have our preferences and stuff like that. Right. I agree with J.J., so like I said, I think it's really like just based on the, like our three lists, even though, and we agree, and I even said Chi shouldn't be number one. It definitely comes down to either Endgame or Winter Soldier, and that's Baruki, you and I are on the same list, like our situation, where our stuff's a little switch because I have Endgame lower on my top ten, but you have it higher up whereas it's a reverse for you with Winter Soldier, where you have a low and I have a higher. Yeah. Oh, God, does that make me the tiebreaker? I think so. If, if you want, it doesn't
0: matter, because I like I both these movies. Makes,
2: yeah, it makes you the tiebreaker, because I, I think Winter Soldier should be number one. Just do, I, do you think it's, Do you think Endgame should be number one? Be honest, go with your heart. What do you think? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Give me
1: an answer. I'm not asking for want to eat. I don't eat. know why, but that, like, be honest, go with your heart. <laughs> that right there felt very sore. Um... <laughs> I'm going to go Winter Soldier, simply for the fact that it has less flaws than Endgame does.
0: And I, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to, like, be mad that Endgame Winter. isn't number one. Winter Soldier's um, great, and I...
1: I, I... Think, I think the others, then, next to discuss are Shang-Chi, um, Infinity War, Black Panther, Avengers, and No Way Home. I think we
2: well, I think we have to put it, because... I think Endgame has to be in that discussion because if it was in discussion to be number one, and it didn't fall in on number one, you got to keep it in the discussion for two.
1: No, it is two. I assumed that it was Winter Soldier then Endgame, and that we were all in agreement on that. Yeah, okay, that's. You know what? I, I will concede that. One.
0: Yeah. Okay. We can are, like, we can keep yes, that as the top two.
2: me, but no, I'm just number talking. This is where know. it's gonna. Get, this is where number three is gonna get a little
0: weird. Yeah. Can so, I yeah. can I write the of, like official rankings as we like? Yeah, go Type check. Sure, sure, check check. these down. So I'm gonna go underneath the document that I have open. So,
1: I know you're writing, Jake. Um, yeah. Based on all three of our lists, Shang Chi makes sense as third.
0: Um. So Endgame what and Winter Soldier. I
1: I had it at number two. So
0: and like
2: I would be making the I would be making a strong argument for it should be
0: three. I I have it at number six. I oh. um I would say i'd be fine like I'd, i i agree with the points on no way home so i'd be fine on letting that slip a little under i think infinity war might be okay better than shawn chi but like after that then shawn chi could i'd be fine with it going in at number four like i won't well, argue
1: where was your infinity war because mine was five and actually infinity war and three makes sense i, I literally had shawn chi at two and infinity war was at three then I think but, Infinity War three, Shang Chi four makes sense to consolidate. I think that's a more accurate thing because I yeah. think that's a better compromise
2: on it because they they were like flip flop on my list. So okay, if, yeah, like it's closer to you. Shang Chi being at four is closer to your guys'
1: ballpark than it is at well at three. Well, I was significantly lower than the than you were um, Ooh, at number nine, three. but but Jake was kind it? of in the middle of us. So, mm-hmm. yeah it's true yeah
0: with what shawn chi yeah. yeah okay
1: so uh two that we should probably talk about are moon Knight and no way home will and i both had moon Knight pretty high you two both had no way home pretty high
0: wait uh so shawn chi's number four did we put black panther in yet or uh no but we
1: i'm don't very have Black with number yet. five
0: okay we yeah. so we want to put black panther at five
2: yeah, that's like actually right there on my list, so it's like it's
1: pretty spot on for my scroller.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly content with that being the top five. Okay. Now our, sorry. Well
1: our top five, like our joint top five, is my top five in a flipped order, except that Avengers is replaced with Shang-Chi. Okay. So I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. My and the only one like Shang-Chi
2: dropped a bit on mine.
0: Yeah. All right. So then, uh, so then we're discussing between Moon Knight and... Um... No Way Home. No, no way,
2: way
1: Home. home. Well, right. No Way Home fell out of my top five. Yeah. yeah. Where was No Way Home for you, Will? I hit it at number four. Number four. And okay. mine is at number based, three. Based on your guys' rankings, it sounds like it should be six. I had No Way Home as my number 13. Yeah. But, like, number six makes sense based on... Joint. Where did and you if, have? Where did you have Moon Knight though? Because your Moon were... Knight, I had seven, but I really think that I should flip Ant Man and Moon Knight and make Moon Knight my seven, Ant Man my six.
0: All right. Do okay. you guys want to hear my Moon Knight?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll explain my thoughts because I didn't talk about it much. Yet. Yeah. We need,
2: okay. Need okay. Bird, need to,
0: yeah. So, so you guys are probably going to be really. So Moon Knight is my number twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> my. So my thing with Moon Knight is I thought oscar isaac is fantastic one of the really good performances in the MCU. really good actor unfortunately he didn't get done justice in star wars or like you know i like that um so MCU finally did hit oscar isaac's performance justice or acting ability justice um i guess my thing is like I was a little bit disappointed by the finale, both Gabe and I, when we rated it. We thought the finale was kind of rushed when it came down to it. Um, I feel like I could have, I wanted a little bit more, and I don't know why I feel that way. It just, like, I don't know, because, like, I really liked what we got in episode five with, like, how, you know, dealing with mental illness and how um, Mark got this trauma and how he thought up Steven to help protect him from the trauma of abuse from his mother, um, I thought that was really well done. And then it just goes into the finale and it's rushed and, like, you get this... You all of a sudden are into, I know I said I don't get bothered by CGI, but then it just jumps. It's a bit of a clash to all of a sudden have these two conchu and amit like fighting these two cgi giant cgi monsters it's just a weird contrast all of a sudden jump to that for me um but um yeah and i do like layla i thought her becoming the scarlet scarab i believe is her superhero name i thought that was well deserved um and then i was just was disappointed by ethan hawk uh or arthur harrow as the as a character um, just cause I feel like that was just disappointing and kind of like that final fight, it's just like all of a sudden, boom, it's over because, you know, Jake Lockley came in at the very end and just kind of ended it. Um, I don't know. I, so many of my issues are kind of with the finale, um, of Moon Knight mostly and just like kind of being disappointed with how it kind of, uh, how the finale went about things. See Jake, some of your points I totally agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Hawke's villain was really just kind of meh, mm-hmm. in
1: my opinion. I liked him okay at first.
0: but mm-hmm. He
1: didn't go anywhere. Right, uh, his entire character was just religious cult leader,
0: basically. Yeah. Um, but
1: Oscar Isaac's performance as the multiple characters he played. Offset that so much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the story was original in terms of what we've seen in the MCU, very well written to, to show, like, the just the conflict between these personalities. Um, wasn't a huge fan of the final fight between the the two gods. I can't remember.
0: Kancho and Ahmet. Right.
1: right. But I actually really liked that Jake Lockley just up and murks the dude at the end. I thought, think that um, sometimes that's just how it is, you know. And he might come back. I mean, it's the comic books. Who knows? But like, uh, they were teasing the third character, and that seemed like an okay way to introduce him.
0: Yeah. Um, I. I. Something I are, yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I think like we got in the teases, so I'm not saying like the payoff. Like I, I figured they were gonna introduce the third personality of Jake Lockley, and like not they weren't that they weren't gonna shy away from that at the end so i totally get that but you can continue sorry
1: yeah a couple of lingering thoughts one this whole like relationship with the multiple personalities that uh what's her name has that's a whole can of worms that i don't know how to have feelings about Mm um also though moon knight ...is real indicative of a problem that's starting to play the Marvel Universe... ...in that it has no ties whatsoever to the wider universe as a whole. Also, if we look at Phase 4, we're already just about as big as Phase 3... ...with no signs of stopping in the near future. It's getting so big right now with so many new characters... Um, I just feel like they're going to have a way harder time pulling it together than they did with Avengers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. And I, I guess like when we were talking after I asked if you finished binging it, I that because I thought um, I said I was mixed on it, and I thought maybe you were a little more mixed on it. So I'm a little surprised to see it as your number seven. But like I, number six. I'm officially flipping Ant Man
1: and. Moon Knight. It is my six. I love the show. Man, oh god, it's so good. Just Moon Knight's character alone is enough to make me put it that high.
0: That's fair. I I'm he's a character I'm excited to see more of. I'm not disappointed if we like I'm not disappointed with that character. I guess it I guess all my points have been like just disappointed with how it ended in in some ways but i but i like the way they did the character so on
1: another note i would love 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 to see marvel knights um i think i could be wrong i think that that's moon knight blade daredevil and someone
0: else in the marvel ultimate alliance 3 the dlc pack marvel knights was moon knight was Moon Knight, Blade, Punisher, and Morbius, and uh... sure,
1: but like just this whole like undertone, these undertone like almost the like heroes. heroes, yeah, small characters. I wouldn't say no to John burnthal in the MCU as Punisher. That's one of the best written Marvel characters in a cinematic or TV show adaptation, and I would die on that hill. Um, God, you
2: could die on that hill because uh... yeah. Then again, I've never been a big Punisher fan. I'm not a big fan of the character. That's fair. Sorry.
0: I I don't know much about (laughs) him.
2: JJ doesn't even have his camera on. I can just
1: feel... Oh, I didn't even say
0: anything, but I did just go muted, so maybe I did die on that hill. Alright. JJ, you have any more things to say? Or Will can... Will, do you want (laughs) to...
1: No, I don't have anything else to say. I just think that a 6-7, No Way Home, Moon Knight, maybe, uh, I would be okay putting Moon Knight at, like, 8 or 9 because Jake had it so much lower than us. Yeah. But I still think Moon Knight, based on me and Will, deserves to be in the top 10.
0: I, I get that. I I mean, I'm outvoted at this point, so I, I get well, that. I,
1: well, I mean, well, did we officially put No Way Home down yet? No, we haven't. Because we're, we're at 6, right? I, I, think,
0: I thought we did, because I, I wrote it down number 6, but I if we...
1: We didn't, but my, the score differential was so much less and you two both had it really high. Yeah. So it deserves to be in that 6 spot. Yeah, I, th- I would say so too, because I was going to say like, I think that
2: would be the best because Brookie did have it really high, because Brookie had it higher than me, so mm-hmm. like it does need to carry its weight in its sense.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: So Baruki gets his no way home at six.
0: Yeah. Well, so what? Sorry, what? There's so much going on. I, I'm trying to, like, keep track of it all, you know? Um, well,
2: let's recap what we got written down now. so far. We have Captain America
0: Winter Soldier at number one, Avengers yeah. Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, Shaan Chi and the Legend of the Ten Reigns, Black Panther, and Spider-Man No Way Home are our top six.
2: All right. Cool.
0: So, um, what were we between uh, for going to number seven?
2: So now at number seven. It's Nothing yet. Eight.
0: Okay, I, I thought we were between, because we were just talking about Moon Knight, but obviously, like, I have it low, a lot well, because, lower. Because, like,
2: if just, it was the matter of positioning. So that's, like, where things are kind of getting a little weird with mm-hmm. our top ten. That's why we kind of should be just focusing on our top ten, because it's, how it's yeah. all weird and shit. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to be up in the discussion. And now, this is where the part I think a lot of us had different spots. Because, like, JJ, you have Ant Man in there, I got Ragnarok. Yeah. So JJ got two out of the picture, like, movies. and Jake has Guardians. Yeah, I have he Guardians. So here's what I'm thinking. Let's, the rest of the top ten because we have regular Avengers, right? Everyone's got regular Avengers in here. First, uh, no,
0: one. I, I don't have I have Avengers outside my top ten, but it, uh, sure. it is at number thirteen for me.
2: Okay, you're at thirteen. Well, JJ and I had Avengers in the top ten. True. Did we, did we all have
1: Civil War in the top ten? Yes. No, my Civil oh. War is not till fifteen. But same thing with Avengers; they're comparable.
0: Yeah, I have Civil War at 9, and I think... Will and I actually had both Civil War at 9, right?
2: Yes, I had Civil War at 9, you had Civil War. The reason why I bring that up is because now those are two movies that at least two people have in their top 10. Like, me and JJ both have Avengers, and you and me have Civil War. Yeah, and I'm... So I think in, this, in the never number 7 spot, it's got to be either Civil War or Avengers, because I don't think in good conscience we could put one of our three movies in at that higher spot if the other two
1: have like an a common denominator in that. So yeah. I Wait, see. I don't are you talking about Moon Knight right now? Because Will, you and I both had a no, high I'm talking about for no oh no shit. We have Moon Knight too. We have Moon yeah. Knight too because Moon that's the Avengers and Civil War all had two of
2: us. Yeah, so that that's the three that should be like up for discussion on this yeah. number seven spot. Right. Obviously, I mean, not JJ, Baruki, obviously we know Moon Knight's lower, so you're more than likely probably going to make a plea for one of the other two at that point.
0: Yeah. Well, so I I have Civil War higher than Avengers, so I'd probably say Civil War next for me. But
1: um, I think, and we can discuss this, I think Civil War, Moon Knight, Avengers. Sorry, sorry. Hmm.
0: Civil War, Avengers, Moon
1: know. Knight? See,
2: because now, now that we're like... Kind of jumping up on that and trying to play that as now we're comparing these three movies. Or pro, um,
1: I also project. feel like we flipped on um, Civil War. I used to stand that movie so hard. <laughs> yeah, you used to be on that one. Mm-hmm. I I still like it. I just see the flaws way more readily now. Well, you also
2: changed your criteria on things too. You you took it in that regard, so it probably didn't. Probably in that criteria of yours, like, it, it didn't help.
0: No. Yeah.
2: I, I'm i still going to push for Moon Knight being at seven, personally. I think as much as I love the first Avengers and I love Civil War, I think the way, and I guess this is my little two cents on Moon Knight, I think the way that Moon Knight was done was such a unique storytelling because I loved how it first started off with, like, Like, the screen would go black. You were just as lost as Steven is. You don't know what just happened. Mm -hmm. And, like, it is confusing, but it's meant to be confusing because Steven's also confused. And I think it's so hard now for, like, shows and movies to keep both the audience and the character in this realm of unknown because as the audience, you have the advantage of that omnipotence in a sense because you're going to see some things that are happening away from the main character. Like, sometimes you see the villain's perspective of things, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think, and we even got that, like, in in uh, Moon Knight, like, you still seeing, like, you know, like, what the cult was trying to do, all the moves they were making and all that, because you got to show the risk going on. But even then, like, there, I just think beautiful directing in Moon Knight, I think, I actually personally like the final scene, like, final fight scene in it. I thought it was really cool because it was nice to see where when you were seeing one avatar take advantage, the god above was also taking advantage and then vice versa.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It was really cool. And I loved how they really hammered in that there was a third personality with Jake when you didn't even see him take the final advantage over him. Like he blacked out. like Just when you thought like everything was wrapped up, you had full understanding of what Moon Knight was. They're like, hey, watch this. We were hinting at it, but you were right. Now watch you be more confused again. And you don't even see him turn the table and take advantage of it. And it ends there. Like, he won at that flight, pretty much. Like, and then they start to steal. And I loved it because it's such a ballsy move. And you don't get to the post credit season to get that confirmation of, yep, third personality, that's Jake, the most vicious of them all.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I get that. And maybe another thing of why I have it so low is, like, Maybe I just wasn't as big of a fan of the storytelling, not saying it was bad, but maybe it's just not the way I...
2: Well, and it's just like how you, like, it, we all have our preferences with right. it, you know, like, and if there's nothing wrong for, like, if it wasn't your cup of tea, I'm just making an argument of just, this is just my plead and my case yeah. for it. I,
0: I get that. It, I, I
2: think it's just a breath of fresh air compared to what else we get in these Marvel Uh, projects especially on their tv shows and stuff like that like if you think about most of the shows like they have this weird twist that happens anyways yeah but i think moon knight does in a unique way where it's like it's the protagonist itself is a living twist because of the different personalities and stuff
0: Mm -hmm. i can see that i guess so the thing is like because I have it lower, I I don't deny that at this point it's going to be in the top ten. I'm not gonna say it. You know, you guys obviously have it in there. I don't. I'm just like thinking because maybe we're higher on Civil War and Avengers. Maybe those should go before it, and then I'd be fine with Moon Knight being at number nine. Right?
1: I almost wonder if we should just average the top two scores of each of these three. Okay. Well, well,
2: well let's ask a question. Let's put Moon Edge aside. Civil War or Avengers? Because we're in different. I have levels. Avengers higher on storyline. Okay, I personally have Avengers higher than Civil War, just in general. Both are in my top ten, but I have Avengers higher than Civil War. Okay, so
0: Avengers should be at number seven then. So,
2: Jake, are you reverse though? Maybe. Are you reverse though?
0: Yeah, I have Civil War higher than Avengers. I have four spots higher than Avengers. I'd
2: love, love to hate this because we're all, we all have like, these movies and just different vibes on it. and it's, It makes it tricky, but it's like, we're trying to find a good way to compromise this list.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, w- where on your lists were Avengers and Civil War?
0: Civil War was number 9 and then Avengers was 13 and I think the um, in my tier list that I did, I think the reason, like, it's Avengers is A tier instead of S tier. Like, that stuff was a like, crossover for the first time was groundbreaking. I guess maybe the middle act of the film is probably where the film kind of slows down, which is fine. But compared to, like, the first act, especially the amazing third act of Avengers, like, I guess, like, once. Like, it slows down, and then as soon as Coulson gets killed in at the end of the second act and moving into the third act, then it's like everything ramps back up again. And that's kind of my thing with... That That was holding... I guess holding Avengers back from being in... From A-tier to S-tier, for me. Sure.
1: Where are your um,
2: Avengers and Civil War, Will? I got Avengers at 8 and Civil War at 9. So lately, I have them, like kind of in a flip-flop situation. Like I, I'm not too favored over one or the other in that way because, like, Baruch, he kind of brings up some good points that, like, you know, it kind of even made me think about... Because other things I thought about, too, like, looking back with Civil War, Civil War was a cool crossover. Like, we still had, like, an Avengers vibe to it, except mm-hmm. minus Thor and Hulk, but in return, we got Black Panther and Spider-Man, right? two characters who... I mean, Spider-Man later on eventually got into, a, in my opinion, a top ten movie, because I don't have any other Spider-Man movie in my top ten, but Black Panther for sure is a top ten movie, so it's like, you have two very big, but spider Man is a popular character, like iconic, so you yeah. have these two very iconic, star studded heroes come out of Civil War, and so I wouldn't be opposed to having Civil War higher than Avengers.
1: I, I'm doing a little bit of math here. Um where where did you both have Moon Knight? Jake, you said 22. 21. And mine's 6.
0: And yours okay. is 6, right, JJ? Yeah.
1: yeah, okay. So if we add up our placements and average them, um, Avengers would be roughly 8. C- Civil War and Moon Knight both would be roughly 11, which for me makes a clear case for Avengers to be 7.
0: Okay, I am cool with Avengers being 7. I'm not going to argue with that. So.
1: Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I don't know what to do about Moon Knight and Civil War. Because if we just look at the top two, like just the top two scores for each one of those, um, Civil War is lower than Moon Knight. Together, Will and I had it higher than the two of you had Civil War. But Jake had Moon Knight so much lower that it out a- averages the two scores together. And that's a hard thing to do. I think outvoting just makes sense and that may sound biased because I'm one of the ones in favor of Moon Knight.
0: I'm not gonna I can't I can't argue with being outvoted. Like
2: But <laughs> like oh, well I'm gonna ask this question though. Are you comfortable at least just accepting or at least were you convinced enough that Moon Knight deserves a top ten spot?
0: Oh, yeah, he mentioned that. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I Oscar that, Isaac's... I
2: think that might be, like, a fair question yeah. to ask, though,
0: because... Yeah, Oscar Isaac's performance alone, I'm fine, like... I I still think there were so many good things done with Moon Knight. I, to me, the MCU is good. In my opinion, the MCU is mostly good until you get to, like, that, you know, within the bottom five to, you know... At, at, and
2: a fucking snake around his neck. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. It's Shinzu, right? <laughs> Cat ball python.
0: Okay. So I, I, as I was saying, I think until you get to like the MCU is mostly good, uh, and like, and then there's just like okay, and like that's like your bottom few, obviously. So like, you know, I'm not gonna. I I think like there's way better things in Moon Knight than some other MCU projects, so I'm not gonna, like, this isn't, like, Thor the Dark World. If Thor the Dark World was being pushed to be in the top 10, I'd, I'd be really angry, but that's not the case here, so.
1: So, we're doing Moon Knight and Civil War?
0: I'm cool with letting that slide at this point. So,
1: okay. Moon Knight, and Civil War, and not. We have our top nine. I don't think there's any movie that comes out as a clear ten because the rest of our lists were just different. Yeah. Um. So I think we need to talk on more of them. Maybe, do we want to take like five movie chunks at a time?
0: Yeah, we can take five movie chunks at a time. Uh,
1: I don't think we're going to this podcast
2: You're subjective as fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, well...
2: I got it because that, what, that leads you with Guardians then at your ten. I I
0: yeah I have it at five for my list.
2: Right, but I'm saying like if like ideally if you're filling the spot, in, you would put Guardians there. Yeah, I. You would you would want Guardians in your top ten? Like that yes. in this chunk, your top ten is not complete without Guardians. You had Ant Man then left.
1: Yeah, well, no, I had Ant Man, Hawkeye, and Iron Man.
0: Oh
2: wow. shit! Yeah. Ooh.
0: Jeez, I, and like, yeah.
1: Because No Way Home, Civil War. And what was the third that got moved up? I'll huh. figure that out. No Way Home and Civil War both got moved up. So those kicked... Oh, no, that's why. Because we did nine. So that took place of Ant-Man and Hawkeye for me. And then Iron Man was my tenth. So that one gets kicked off.
2: I mean, it's like do you value Iron Man or Ant-Man pretty much? Like, What do you have higher up on that
1: point? Ant-Man's my highest, so that would be my next. So that would
2: be so. Ant Man would be your ten over Hawkeye and Iron Man.
1: Yeah. So I have Ant Man seven, Hawkeye eight, Shang Chi nine, Iron Man ten. Gotcha.
2: Okay. And then at that point, okay, then yeah, then that just leaves with my Ragnarok being at
1: my ten. Sure. Yeah.
0: So. So, Go ahead, Jake. Well, I was just gonna ask. So for Guardians, where where do you guys have the first one? Because I know like you guys aren't super high on the second one. I get that. Um, I don't yeah, know. let's talk
1: about these three, our, our 10 spots. I had Guardians at 12. Okay. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Um, like, nice, comedic, fun, uh, great entry, family movie. Um, that being said, uh, some of the characters, Ronin is the one that stands out the most to me, mm-hmm. uh, are kind of lackluster. Um, the plot's Okay. Uh, it's a little big. I, I'm not fond of introducing whole teams in movies. That's fair. And we'll get to that when we get to Eternals 2. That's why I have it lower than, say, Ant-Man, and why Ant-Man did for me what Guardians did for you. Yeah. Um. But, like, I still have it decently high.
0: Yeah, it's only, the, you know, that 12 is, is still pretty decently high. Will, where, where do you have Guardians?
2: I have it in my top 15, I think. Like, comparing it to, like, the old list, um because I didn't rewrite the whole list, I just rewrote my top 10, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit extra. Yeah. Because, and I'm just using, like, comparison, like, from what I... Like, I'm looking at the old list, the list we have mm-hmm. and I would put it. In terms of what I would replace out of it, in terms of, like, what I have no problem kicking out right away, it'd be probably Falcon, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't drop very far, but I would put Guardians in my top 15, because I'm looking at the rest of the project in terms of what I enjoyed a lot uh like i would put it in top 15
0: okay I, so, I,
2: it's 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 so it's up there it's just i i just can't personally
1: put it in my top 10. yeah where did uh you guys have ant-man
0: then all right i had ant-man ant-man is my number 25.
1: okay i expected that one to be a pretty big outlier for me but
0: yeah well where do you have ant the first ant-man
1: think
2: I think I would have it made. Me, me it probably fall in my top twenty-five. Okay, not worth discussing like, right now. Then, but it's like it's yeah, it's 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 lower down there. But that's also I have things though that are kind of lower than it or higher. Like so, it's like
1: mm-hmm.
2: it, it's a little. Because, like, once I get, like, past the top 20, I have a little bit more of my guilty pleasure movies. Right. Up, or movies that I think are not as bad as people think they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or at least they're just my opinion. I enjoyed it a little bit more than p- people may have. Because have. Like, I think some movies got a little bit too much hate. Like, I'm not even going to lie, and this is going to catch me a lot of slack, but this is just an example. Like, I barely have Captain Marvel above Ant-Man. Hmm.
1: Captain Marvel's like my bottom five, but like I, it, it's not terrible. It really yeah. isn't.
2: Well, like um, another one, for example, uh, probably a little bit one that's a little bit more for discussion. I have Eternals over
1: Ant Man. Okay, interesting. I we'll, also we'll, I
0: we'll, we'll I, on. oh sorry. I uh I also have Eternals above Ant Man. I have Eternals at twenty
1: eight. Um, but okay, let's talk Ragnarok. I had Ragnarok at fourteen. So, both Guardians and Ragnarok are pretty close to where we're at. For yeah,
0: and that seems fair. And I have Ragnarok at number 12.
1: Okay, then I think Ragnarok makes a strong case for 10, but <laughs> I'm not convinced that we should place 10 yet until we at least hear the next couple that each of us have to yeah. see if there's any other overlap.
0: Okay, um, so
1: maybe up to like 14 or 15. Jake, if you want to take that first.
0: Yeah, so so after my number 10 being Winter Soldier, so then 11, I have Hawkeye, and I know, JJ, you had that yep. in your top 10. Uh, number 12, I have Ragnarok, 13 Avengers, 14 Loki, and 15 Iron Man.
1: Okay, so Hawkeye, um, Ragnarok, Guardians, and Iron Man are all in the running for these next few spots, seems like. Yes. Right. yes. I had, as my... Uh, 11 through 15 Doctor Strange Guardians No Way Home was at 13 then Ragnarok then Civil War so most of mine uh, are already like somewhere in here except for Doctor Strange hasn't been mentioned by you guys yet
0: yeah so
1: Will what did you have
2: I had give me a sec some of the things I'm kind of cleaning up real quick because I had I did like a because I'm trying to do, like, quick, like... Part of it like, is, like, I did, like, was writing down, like, my top 15 because, like, I think I needed to write it down because I was really trying to judge some of this shit. But 10, Ragnarok, 11, I had Dr. Strange too. Me, me, JJ, you and I, for, like, these next one were kind of... Dr. Strange, I had 11. 12, I had Guardians. Okay. So that's kind of where Guardians fell in terms, of, like, my top 15. It was closer to the top 10, but... Not in there. Um, At 13, see, this one's been constantly moving because I don't know how I really feel about it. It's a problem. I'm going to put WandaVision. I got WandaVision at 13. I think WandaVision, I know, JJ, you haven't seen it. No comment. Yeah, I know you got no comment, but I got WandaVision at 13. I, I did enjoy it, but and then Fourteen. I got Eternals.
0: Wow. Oh wow.
2: I think that was very underappreciated. I just personally enjoyed it. Sure, and that's fair. Here's uh, another wild card. This one I know is going to get a lot of craziness, but I have no worry on this one. I got the Incredible Hulk.
1: I I have Hulk at oh, 24. Mine moved up significantly from where it was. Um. So it sounds like. Our next three not in this order should absolutely be. Well, uh, well, uh,
2: actually real
1: quick, i probably cause I just looked this up else too.
2: I'm gonna quick fly. I'm actually adjusting some stuff. turtles is gonna fall out of my uh, top fifteen. Okay. I, I rethinking that. I love it. So thirteen, I'm gonna have one division. Uh, fourteen. I'm
1: gonna have Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Fifteen, Incredible Hulk. Okay. So I think our next two should definitely be um, Ragnarok and Guardians. I don't know what order yet because uh, they're pretty neck and neck. Yeah. And then I think Iron Man and Hawkeye are worth discussing, but we've got some others that are like getting close too. So I don't really know if we're able to call those until we see where Will has those two movies yeah. or two projects.
0: Right. So,
1: Ragnarok or Guardians? I have Guardians above Ragnarok.
0: I also did.
1: <laughs> for the me, old that old was old. only two place difference.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So,
1: I, if if
2: Ragnarok ends up in that, or if Guardians ends up in ten, seems like that's probably the most fair way of going. Because it's not like I have Ragnarok that, or I don't have Guardians that fall
0: off. And both are great. So, like, yeah.
1: Guardians ten, Ragnarok eleven.
0: Sounds good to me. That that fits. I am a happy man.
1: (laughs) Okay. We have our top 11. Only 20 more to go. (laughs) You know, an hour and a half, two hours in. I think even then, we don't have to redo the
2: entire list. Sure. Like, I think, because like I said, I think once you get past a certain zone,
1: I think it just becomes a point of just... Well... Sure. Should we just read off the rest of our list?
0: Like the rest of our individual list. Well,
2: like, I mean, I, I, literally, like, I don't, like, I have nothing passed. Like, oh. twenty. Like, I just, I just physically just didn't write it down because I just didn't have. It was hard for me to judge any point that passed because I was like, everything from here on is like either I think maybe is underrated, but they're still kind of meth in some ways. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really go right. that far down. But I will tell you what I think is at the bottom. I can tell you that hands down. Well, I have I, a clear bottom. bottom seven. You got hmm. a clear bottom seven. I probably got a clear, like,
1: bottom four, maybe. Well, we can, yeah, I'm curious on yours. Okay, my bottom seven, starting at 27, because I am i don't have WandaVision anywhere. Right. Uh, 27 was Ant-Man and the Wasp. 28, Eternals. 29, Iron Man 2. 30, Black Widow. 31, Guardians 2. 32, Captain Marvel. And 33, Thor 2.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, mine... My uh, bottom... I guess I can go bottom seven, I suppose. Uh, Black Widow at 28. Captain Marvel, 29. What If at 30... Iron Man 2 at 31, Thor at 32, Incredible Hulk at 33, and Thor the Dark World at 34.
1: See, for, for me, what if an Incredible Hulk and Captain America, uh, First Avenger, all were ones that were like, these are like solid middle movies, but they're like lower half of the solid middle. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was hard to put those movies anywhere. But anyway, go ahead, Will. Dead last, Thor: in The Dark World,
2: Iron Man Two, What If, Loki,
1: Black Widow. Well, well, at least we're running actually on three. Actually,
2: Ant Man and Wasp, Black Widow's higher up. I, I don't, I don't think actually Black Widow was. Bad. And then I actually got Guardians
1: Two lower than Black Widow, so. So we've got some common ground there. I have What If at 23. Mm. I had it a, I had it just under Falcon and the Winter Soldier and above uh, incredible Hulk Captain America 1 and Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. But I, I guess I just liked it more than you guys did.
0: <laughs> I so like I liked the animation and and like I liked some of the episodes but like half the episodes i just was like i i just like my favorite episodes are probably obviously the doctor strange one what if he lost his heart instead of his hands like that's obviously like probably hands down the best episode of what if um and then the zombies episode i really enjoyed um and i think like then there's a couple that are like on the cusp of like i enjoyed but like i kind of wish I, like the killmonger episode was was fine um i think the star lord t'challa was a cool idea i just think that they kind of went overboard with the humor in that one as well um but it was nice to have chadwick for one last time and so like they're like and then like i think like the second last episode where they introduced infinity ultron and they had like hawkeye and black widow Like, trying to get the Zola algorithm into the Ultron bot. Like, that was cool. And the Watcher, like, fighting Infinity Ultron was a really cool fight. Sure. but
1: Okay, four projects I'm curious on your guys' rankings on. Uh, And I already heard some of them, but, like, just have us all compare. Uh, Age of Ultron, Loki, Iron Man 3, and Multiverse of Madness.
0: Okay, so... Multiverse of Madness, for me, I moved down. It is at... My number 7 is Multiverse of Madness. Um, You said Iron Man 3, right?
1: Yeah. Wait, where did you have Multiverse of Madness, Will? 14. Mine was 16. Okay.
0: Um, Yeah, Iron
1: Man 3, I had it 21.
0: I had it 27.
1: Okay. Will, I know you don't have that, right? See, honestly, like, for me... I love iron man 3 it's honestly one of my personal favorites just because i love the character development for tony
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but like i recognize that it's got problems Ugh. uh yeah loki i'm curious to hear where the three of us together put it because it's so different i'm at 20 right in the fucking middle
0: i'm at i'm at uh i think i said 14 let me check that uh yeah i have 14 for loki um I seem to enjoy it more than you guys did, but...
2: It's in my bottom four. Wow.
0: I just... Oof.
2: I did not like Loki. I didn't. And it. I hate that I didn't like it. Because what bugs the most, I mean, you can't tell me that that Loki is the same Loki that we had in Ragnarok. Or the same Loki... It's not the same Loki we had in Ragnarok. It was such a... Like, you like you were talking about the Matt Anderin, like, how that character flip was and all that. Loki had a character flip that was just... Not even, like, in a direction anybody really... That's true. Point. Like, you can't tell me that's the... Like, the, his variants were far more cunning and felt more Loki than he did. And people could be like, oh, he was going through a trauma and all that stuff. He... What... How did they, like, so what, it turned him into a comedic relief to where he's almost, like, clumsy half the time? Like, he had brief moments where he was kind of dope, but let's, like, he wasn't even the most badass thing out there. Like, in terms of, like, all the variants,
1: uh, fucking the chick, I don't even bother with that. Sylvie. Delvey. Delvey, whatever. Sylvie.
2: Whatever. (laughs) Like, fucking, she was really fucking cool with her magical shit. She was killing shit. She seemed cool. Classic Loki. Classic Loki
0: was awesome.
2: That fucking OG, man, like, with the powerful illusions, like, that's the type of shit, like, like, illusion, like, Loki magic I wanted to see more of. And that was I was hoping we were going
0: to get. Don't forget about Gator the most Loki. The magic shit we get out of Loki is, like,
2: well, I don't <laughs> want to be in dry clothes or wet clothes. Change clothes. Fair. Or, like, some disguises where there was, like, some little comedy moments, like... Where he was disguising himself as a fucking guard or some shit like that. And even then, they treated it as like like a joke gag. Like, it was such. And then, like, the payoff for Kane the Conqueror, that was the saving grace. Kane the Conqueror was, like, the only thing. And even then, all we got out of Kane the Conqueror, like, actually the Conqueror, was a statue. See,
1: I didn't even like Kane the Conqueror all that much.
2: I can't even say if I liked him or not for the mere fact that the Kane that we saw wasn't Kane the Conqueror. He was, yeah. it was a different variant of it. And the this hint that we had for King of Concord was a fucking statue of it. So it's not even like we could see the dude in this menacing like presence or some shit. And it's just like it was so like there were some things I liked about Loki. Like the concept, like like there were certain things I wanted to it to do well, but it just felt like it was all, it's like the the show's the definition of blue Bones. I'm sitting here waiting for a payoff. And nothing fucking happened.
0: That's fair. I So, I really like... A, I love Owen Wilson as Mobius. I thought Owen Wilson's dynamic actually with Tom Hiddleston was really, really good. Um, But that's just good chemistry. So, I I get not liking Loki's direction as a character. But Mobius was cool. Um, I think Judge Renslayer can... I hope she gets more in season two, because I feel like she could be intriguing. But... um, and then I really like the design of the TVA. I thought the TVA was one of the most uniquely designed things that the MCU has gotten.
1: See the TVA. Uh, I'm not real big on that aesthetic. Uh, I, I get it, and like it kind of kind of makes sense, but like, uh, or take something like Fallout. Um, just the the forties, fifties propaganda, and like uh, like just overall vibe it's not my personal preference Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it um i did not like ren slayer like at all i really didn't i thought she was a boring character um but loki i i liked the show i enjoyed it and i'd be okay seeing more um i just i didn't want to be left in the unknown for as much of the show as I was. Mm -hmm. Moon Knight, I liked it because it was like the character didn't... but Loki didn't know what was going on either, but for him it was just frustrating. And so for me it also made it frustrating. But where with Moon Knight it was more like um, this is just something that's manifested in a different way in his life. And also the action, like the pacing of the action in that, I think that did a lot to offset the any frustration that might have occurred from Moon Knight. I'm, I don't
0: know. Yeah. Well, I, I can agree in the fact that the finale had, like, no action. So I, I, I can agree with that. Like, I think I did a final battle ranking, and I did have Loki's at the bottom because it wasn't really a final battle. So um, that, that I can agree with, yeah. Um, Will, what's up? My thing is,
2: like, if you didn't tell me the guy's name was Loki, and I watched it, and I had Tom Hilson and Owen Wilson going, I would be thinking this is, like, weird, like, time-traveling buddy cop movie. Tell me, like, other than, like, a few moments, like, early on, and then maybe, like, a hint at in some, like, like, other than variants and stuff like that, it didn't feel like Loki was being Loki. Even when he was trying to escape and shit like that, yes, his magic wasn't working and stuff like that, but it's, like, are we forgetting, like, that he was, like, also, like, pretty skilled with his hands and, like, fighting and all that? They threw that kind of out the window. His hand-to-hand combat was meh.
0: I mean, didn't he wrestle uh, Hunter B-15, like, when... put the collar on her? Like, he did that, I guess.
2: But he still, like, it felt like he wasn't even, like, a... Like, he was, like, this is an Asgardian still. Like, it yeah. didn't feel like... or, like, even then, he's a Frost Giant. Right. Like, the they're, like, she's still a human. She's a human variant.
0: Right, right.
2: Like, you tell me, if Thor didn't have his magical powers, you tell me Thor's gonna get, like, bullied the way Loki did? Granted, they are not the same caliber, but Loki ain't no joke. Like, Loki was bodying the fucking guards, like, at the scene in Avengers. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking he wasn't of... He was really using magic. He was just fucking bodying them. Speaking like, of, um, Thor in Thor, we got to see exactly that. Thor without his powers, without nothing, when he's going to the S.H.I.E.L.D. base around his hammer. And he's beating the fuck out of the big dudes. And even Loki in Avengers, he wasn't doing his magic
2: shit, he was just killing guards with hands, knives. Like, he was, oh, hell, in Ragnarok, he went a little toe-to-toe with Valkyrie for a hot set. Yeah. You know, Oscar Valkyrie's a badass, and Valkyrie's moron about that. But, like, compared to your average Joe, which are clearly the TVA people, are just variants of people, Loki got, like, bodied really fucking quick. Like I really didn't feel like there was like nothing that made our protagonist feel like he had a chance. Literally he felt like he was cleaning on the other variant. Like if she wasn't around, he was not doing anything. And I hate that. Because that's not the Loki that like is that I loved, like or at least enjoyed seeing, because at least the Loki from Avengers, Ragnarok, he had a scheme to where he was still showing his strengths and he could still do damage. This one, you took away his ability to charm people because none of them believed him because he's like, oh, you're a variant. Mm-hmm. You're trash anyways. So there goes that. His charisma is out the window. Yeah, You're not letting him be a hand-to-hand combat or at least skilled with knives. So what's he doing? You took away his ability to do magic for a majority of the season. And even when he's out, like he's not doing like really cool mystic shit. That's his variants doing it. What is he doing in this show other than just having the name Loki? Like, someone, honestly, please somebody tell me, like, what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. And it sucks because I love Tom Hiddleston. I really do. Mm -hmm. He's a great actor. He plays Loki really well. But the way they turned him into this, and maybe it's just a season one thing. Maybe in season two they'll make me eat all my words and I'm going to see some badass shit and I'm going to get everything I I wanted from Loki one. And I yeah. don't blame people for liking Loki. You know, it's like, if people liked it, they liked it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it, because you like what you like. I just personally was so disappointed about it, because I was very excited for it. Like, I thought Loki was going to be the show that was going to win me over. Like, that that was what I was looking for. I didn't expect WandaVision for a while to be the thing that, that was going to hype me up. And then here comes Moon Knight, blowing both of them out of water.
0: Yeah. I, I
2: I got, that's why I got Loki at the bottom, like, on my bottom four, because it's like, I had so much excitement for it, and the possibilities that it was supposed to do, literally we seen the timeline there, like, breaking off, and there was like, oh shit, Loki did that, nope, no it wasn't, we even talk about the jokes how it's Wanda doing her shit, it all broke up because Wanda and Strange, not really Loki, yeah, maybe a little bit of Loki, but it was really more Wanda's thing,
0: that's wanted true. To have more of
2: an impact on growing
1: the world than Loki did, you know. Yeah. And so, that's tough because I almost feel like what Loki did was make it possible for those events to occur, like they yeah. just wouldn't have been able to without it. But it isn't um, written off in a way that makes that apparent. So, Maybe that's that's it. Kind yeah,
0: of I, I can agree with that. So, I believe the writer who wrote for both loki and multiverse of madness michael waldron he said that what happened in loki when the timeline split allowed for stuff that happened in like no way home and multiverse of madness to happen and that part of why strangest spell and no way home even failed is because of loki like that he couldn't control it because the multiverse was just going more out of control at that point (laughs) So see, but, but it wasn't apparent, I agree with you oh, guys. But
2: like, so then, is it really timelines, or is it just different universes? Yeah. Well, th- th- think, but that's the thing I'm confusing, because the whole time in the in Loki, they were talking about timeline, 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 and variants of that timeline. Mm-hmm. But in multi-mist, Multiverse of Madness, and in No Way Home... These are in different timelines. These are different universes. like, And they're all on different timelines in itself. Like, literally, right. they're plucking people from moments before their death. And they had their own timelines in itself. So maybe I'm just a little lost on some, but I don't see... And again, I, I can't discredit what they're saying because the ones who directed it, say that what it is, it is what it is. Because how they write it, so it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But at least the way it's shown, it doesn't add up, at least in my mind. And maybe I'm just missing something that I'm open for that and I hope I am. Mm -hmm. But I don't see how events about a timeline in Loki open up things for a multi universe when other universes are on their and it's even stated they're on their own timeline because we have people who died are now alive in this universe.
0: Yeah. It's so I
2: don't like maybe it's just like a little confusing. I maybe the timeline splitting allowed maybe unpredicted instability in the universe and stuff to where they're like oh now people are connecting more with the universe and stuff mm-hmm. because Kane has different variants but i think those are different timeline canes they're not different universe canes you know what i'm saying
0: yeah so I, that's
2: why i'm confused
0: i see where you guys are coming from for it i I don't know, maybe I was, maybe it was also, like, part of the hype for Loki is, like, also at the time, I mean, we're anticipating everything with No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness to happen, and so we're being told, like, okay, Loki's gonna leave directly, or gonna have an impact on the MCU, and that's what we were told, and then it, I can get why you guys would be let down yeah, a little bit. It,
1: it does, but, like, there are no breadcrumbs. Yeah. That lead from it to the other, but will to your point about the difference between the timelines and the universes. Uh, I feel like Endgame and Ant Man movies kind of painted that as being one and the same. It's real freaking clunky and messy. Yeah. It's, so I don't have an answer to that, but I agree with you. But I feel like there is an answer, but it's when we have these questions and that answer isn't apparent. That is a sign of something being wrong with the storytelling.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
2: I I really do want I really want to like Loki. I really do. There's things I did enjoy about the show, like again seeing classic Loki, seeing that powerful illusion. Like his, his little spiel where he's talking about, he's like, "I created an illusion so powerful, I fooled the mad Titan." Like that was such a badass delivery of just lines that I just loved. And then seeing him create a whole illusion of Asgard. Like that's like the type of shit I want to see our Loki do. Because I know classic Loki isn't gonna be sticking around. But it's like it just makes me think it's like, is that the capabilities of what our Loki can have? Right. Because he says I create illusions, I do this shit. You know? And it just bothers me. It's like we took we it's like literally like the running meme of when you're facing a villain in a video game and they're like this OP struggling boss that you're struggling with. And then you finally unlock the villain to play as, and it's just this most nerfed shit in the world. It's yeah. really, I feel like, what we got with Loki here.
0: I can totally see that. So. Watching
2: him, like I, I really can't, and it, as much as it bugs me, nobody can convince me that that's Loki. You, Other than his name alone, I can't believe that's Loki. I can watch it, they can say his name's Loki, they can say he's done all this shit, I'm like, there's no way. And that's why JJ, I like, start off with, I'm like, you can't tell me that's the same Loki that did that shit.
1: Well, it's not. Ah, it's hard. Because. But no, the character pivot doesn't make sense being from the Avengers Loki. Because that's it. The rest of the timeline doesn't exist for him. But it is a weird pivot. Yeah. Because, like, this is the Loki that escaped just after getting caught from.
2: Hanging so even Ragnarok then then wasn't a thing then for him. No, it wasn't.
1: Neither was so, Dark World.
0: No. Yeah, so he
2: didn't go through. So he yeah he learned the tragedy of his mother. Um, and, like he kind of learned the tragedy of like you know Thor dying. So he thinks Thor is dead. But like again, I don't don't it doesn't make sense and it bugged me the most about that show.
0: Yeah, I I get that. I um
1: I am curious, Ultron.
0: Right, oh. That was the other one. Ultron Age of Ultron after all that. Uh I have Age of Ultron at number twenty.
1: Okay. I think mine's like twenty two or twenty three.
0: Okay. So we're around the same spot. Well.
1: I had mine
2: at it wasn't at sixteen. What did I say was at sixteen?
0: I can't. Uh <laughs> I, I, I might have had
2: sixteen. Eternal oh, Eternal. Oh, well, Age of Ultron.
1: Then Eternals. Yeah. So okay. sixteen, seventeen. So Age of Ultron was at sixteen. Right with Iron Man Three, I think Age of Ultron is one of my favorite under like favorite less good movies. Yeah. In the MCU. Not that it's bad. It's not bad. It's yeah. just like it, it's not like great. But like in terms of preference, that Civil War and Iron Man Three are three of the ones that I would rewatch more than some of the best movies.
0: Yeah, it, and we talked about this when we covered Age of Ultron in our rewatch of, like, it's not as bad as people, some people say it is. I do really enjoy James Spader's Ultron. I enjoyed James Spader's Ultron more than the What If Ultron, and people are like, oh, he's way better than James Spader's, and I don't really agree with that.
2: I think it just, the, I think the issue with, like, I enjoyed Age of Ultron too. I think the thing what Age of Ultron suffered from is just, it felt like the final battle was like a... Like just a reskin of the first Avengers, mass army of some kind of very faceless enemies, you know. Yeah. Um.
0: A lot of plot lines. And,
2: yeah, and again, and again, even with the main villain, because like it's not like they really squared up with Loki at the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More of like a real like kind of one-on-one battle with like off to the side with Thor, a little bit of Iron Man, you know, mm-hmm. like some other interferences going on. Ultron was a similar way. It's not like you had, like, them all gaining up on Ultron's main body and all that. Like, they had, like, their moments of interactions with them, but it didn't... wasn't that final gain-up. Yeah. I did did enjoy Age of Ultron, also for the mere fact of... Last real time, you see a good raging Hulk. Like, Ragnarok and Warrior Hulk, I loved it, don't get me wrong, but... Seeing, like, Savage Hulk on the planet Earth, like,
1: oh...
0: And versus Hulkbuster, that was a great yeah, fight. and then
1: watching him just tear that shit to shreds. Oh, that, oh, that's true, that's true. Also, you know, just James Spader. Whew.
0: Great voice, Voltron. Perfect, yes. Because yeah. he can pull off being menacing, but he can also pull off the quippiness. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So.
2: I mean, like, I think we all got that, like, those movies, though, like, that we put higher up, like, in this list. Like, I have Incredible Hulk on 15, because I think it's... Very, I think it was just came out a little bit earlier than the audience was ready for, in my opinion. I think it was before its time. Yeah. I had a good time, I should say. I I still enjoy The Incredible Hulk. That's still my favorite look of Hulk. I think while the CG is a, CGI in that movie just as a whole is a lot, it kind of can get really overbearing to look at. I think that Hulk is just really fucking amazing. Edward Norton, you know what, did a great job. I love Mark Ruffalo. I really do. If I could get the best of that Hulk looking, that Hulk look with it, Mark mm-hmm. Ruffalo, I would be happy. I just think, though, like, it was a simple story, classic monster monster battle, but holy shit, they just fucking made it fun, though. Watching that fight, though, and just, and just like that moment of just like for a while, you just hear... Halt! Not talking. Just a lot of grunting and roaring. Classic. But then they build it up to the final thing of oh, you just hearing Hulk.
0: Hulk smash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Something about it. I'm just, I just get goosebumps. I'm just like, ooh, the first time hearing it, it's just like, yes, thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, and again, it, it you know, it's your favorite character as well, and so I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah,
2: and I have a lot more bias to it. Like, so yeah, right. but like, I get it. Like, cause like, I think, where do you guys have
1: it? I don't even know.
0: I have it at like. You have bottom. it in your bottom.
1: Like right? It's your
0: bottom. It's 33. It's, it's only above Thor The Dark World for me.
1: For me, it's like 25-ish, I think. It's pretty close to Iron Man 3 and Age of Ultron, which, again, for me, are movies I really, really liked. It's just... It, it's a solid film. It just doesn't... It's not, like, the, as good... It's not as well-written as mm-hmm. some of the other movies. Yeah. Um... I don't. I really don't care for the Betty Ross romance. No. I like that he has a love interest. I really do. I just think it oversaturates the movie a little too much. Um, I really like uh, Tim Roth's character. Abomination. He, yeah. Or, before he becomes Abomination, Emil Blonsky.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, I like Emil Blonsky too, but I, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. One of my favorite moments, though, and this is why I love
2: a Hulk movie the most is because it just Ross always thinking like he can get the one up, you know. And so, yeah, like that. and they just when they think they're like, Oh, we got this thing that Hulk I that's my favorite trope with the Hulk movies. It's like, just when they like, This is gonna stop, and Hulk just shows it's like, No, you're not stopping Hulk, you, yeah. it doesn't work like that. And I love when he first shows up when he's got this serum in him, he thinks he's all that. He's like, like Yeah. I'm on your <laughs> no, And he just sad. kicks
0: him into a tree.
2: <laughs> the fuck out of this dude? I don't care how bad that CGI was, but the ragdoll physics of it all where he just slams in the tree. God, it is hilarious. It's satisfying to watch. I just love it. It's up there in terms of like just someone going through pain. Like That scene is up there with my favorite Titanic scene where the guy jumps off and he hits the propeller. It's right up there with me. Meg puts a big old goofy smile on my face every time. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. With all of that all right. discussion, I feel like we should start placing more stuff. Uh, not tonight.
1: Yeah, no, not tonight.
0: Okay, well, so do we, so we want to just, like, split this in half, obviously, and um, I mean, is there anything else we want to place and then just end it at a certain spot, or is this a good spot to end it? I think
2: we covered. I think we cleaned up the list pretty well. I think it, just going down anymore, it's gonna get I think that's where we're more a little bit loose with where we put things, because like JJ was saying, there's movies like we recognize are mid, or maybe not the best, but holy shit, do we not get tired of watching? Like I rewatch Incredible Hulk, Incredible Hulk more times than I've rewatched Infinity War. I'm not even gonna lie, and I think Infinity War is a better movie, but it's just like incredible hulk is one of those movies that i enjoy because it's a great it's one of my favorite characters and it's a simple movie that i know is goofy and it's just i can watch it and enjoy If mm-hmm. pretty i'm invested too much of the time in to where i gotta focus on the movie
0: yeah i don't have
2: time left <laughs>
1: in my days i'm definitely cool with top 11 for now
0: okay and then we can just come back to it and kind of fill it out more by uh at some other point if uh could
1: you reread the top 11
0: yeah yeah so our top 11 right now that we're gonna stop at uh captain america winter soldier is at number one followed by avengers endgame avengers infinity war shan chi and the legend of the ten rings black panther that's the top five number six spider-man no way home Avengers, Moon Knight, Captain America: Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Thor: Ragnarok at number eleven. Okay. So.
2: That's a solid.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty happy. I think we got all our opinions out there, and like all our opinions are, uh, and our all our like favorites are represented in here. So I feel really good about that. Yep,
1: yeah, I'm content. Me too. And
2: Loki's out of the top ten. I'm satisfied. <laughs> I can now sleep, knowing I've done good, And I brought peace, justice.
0: No, fire. no, no, not 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 poorly written George Lucas dialogue. No. All right. Um. So what we're gonna do? So we'll be back, I think, to finish the rest of the MCU rankings list. I don't know if we're gonna, if Gabe would want to jump in in the middle, or if we're just gonna, if Gabe would want to wait till we do the villains, but. We, we will finish this at some point um, down the line as we go, kind of maybe post about this is our top 11 for now. But, uh, yeah, this has been good. Um, so, I guess, if do you guys have anything else to say before we close this first part out?
2: Rainbag Savage Hulk.
0: <laughs> and with that, uh, <laughs> and with that, We will uh, see you guys next time on the Tribe of Nerds.